is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hey guys, this is Tweety. You can follow Fish Out of Water podcast on Twitter at FooPod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D, or on Facebook at facebook.com backslash fish out of water podcast. Thanks guys. Enjoy the episode. Uh, uh, uh. Check it, you are now tuned in to Fish at the Water Where comedians learn from forerunners and give honor Tweety and Jeremiah mix it up like honor bombers Making sure everybody leaves educated like scholars This is Fish at Water This is Fish at Water Hey everybody, welcome to Fish at Water I'm Ryan And I'm Jeremiah And today we have a extraordinarily special oh. guest oh man Ooh. yeah um, he's a voiceover artist oh. and uh artist. a a uh writer for american radio right <laughs> well, american radio uh, uh mr oh he's also he's also studied at all the, the the comedy schools across the country just like the rest of us um yeah well i've only studied at ucb but that's other, what I mean. Other, other ones I've done shows there. You call that studying. Yeah. I've, I've judged other people on stage. Is that studying? That's studying, I yeah. mocked them. That's and, what uh, improv class is all about. Threaten to never come back? Um, yeah. Mr. Andrew Harris. Oh. Hey, hey everybody. And Andy, uh, Andy Harris. Andy Harris. Too. Yeah. yeah. This has already started off on a I terrible, know, a terrible foot. <laughs> I'm out of here. Intro, intros are Tweety's uh, no. bread and butter. Well, yeah. I can see. He doesn't even have to write anything down. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't I know. He just goes down. off the top of his head. Always a smart thing to do when <laughs> yeah. you're introducing somebody. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, oh, I forgot some things. There's also, <laughs> yeah. he has a show on iHeartRadio called The Comedy Couple. Yes, I do. Yes, mm-hmm. I, uh, that I co-host and co-produce with my wife, my lovely wife, Rhoda. Rhoda Baldwin. Yes. Yes, that's right. Yeah, she's great. It's uh, it's it's a week, for the most part, it's a weekly uh, show depending on how much we have going on in our regular lives, uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it also airs on America's Talk, one of the iHeart channels. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I know I heard it on my. Uh, this is a really random story about that. Yes, I was in Nebraska one time. Ooh, and uh, get out of there. Yeah, Nebraska is the best state in the is it? in the union. Yeah. And uh, this guy it's like comes Iowa. Up. <laughs> no, is this is this the part where I come on here and trash all of the other states that I don't live in? Alienate 40, uh, 49 other states? Yeah. I was working on a I actually made a documentary uh-huh. um like in 2013 oh. and this guy uh, walks up to me. Ta- now we're talking about you. Yeah. Well no, this guy I'm walks up to me. Here. This guy walks up to me and he goes, Hey man, I heard about your documentary on the comedy couple. Yeah. He was listening to it in his tractor. Yeah, man. And they'd mentioned my documentary and then he drove from some small town in nebraska to lincoln yeah in his tractor in his tractor all <laughs> yeah. the way yeah it took him nine days <laughs> yeah 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 well isn't that something that's crazy See, we uh that's because we um we gave you a lot of free advertising <laughs> yeah you certainly I was about did. to say like <laughs> yeah what was the what was the talk on your well, there was no compensation <laughs> uh yeah it was just a lot of hey whatever you do do not watch this documentary <laughs> uh it's about uh the worst football oh, program God, in history um, far inferior to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Why? Yeah, Iowa. You're not even an Iowa guy. I'm You're not. from North Carolina. I'm not. I just know that that's your. Isn't that the rival? That, yeah. Yep. Is Iowa? yeah, yeah, that's the Iowa. thing that just... I retain this information. You know what? Can we stop me. talking about Husker football? Well, we'll see. I retain. What, I retain what you say, so I can use it against you <laughs> years later. Yeah. During a during a podcast. So. Uh, Let's just get this over with. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Can I use, uh, uh, I, as you know, I'm a very foul person. I use yeah. a lot of profanity. Yeah. Totally uh, cool. Is this a uh, censored? No. no. You can say whatever you want. You used to yell, Andy used to yell at me all the time because he would say, 
that bleeps. We would get these big arguments about bleeps I, being funnier than actual swearing. Bleeps can be funny. They are much funnier. Yeah. And I'm uh, <laughs> and I'm only saying that ironically because obviously I'm not going to use foul language on your show because because right. uh, he's a professional. Yeah. Yeah. Because he doesn't you know, need to. Right. I don't. I believe that uh, that it's unintelligent. <laughs> Oh my <laughs> That's bad no, for me because I curse for, a lot too. too. No, yeah. but it's it, it, that is true. I do believe that about bleeps. You know, it is funny. I don't know if you want to talk about that philosophy right now, but uh, well, let's, but we'll, yeah, let's, I think we'll bleeps, come back to your comedy philosophy. We will. Hold on, I'm writing this down. Bleeps, right? Yeah. Now. yeah. Tell Tweety, <laughs> bleeps are good. Okay. We, now, the first thing we need to do is. It convince everybody that they need to listen to your to what you have to say. Uh, so what's right your, now, what's your um, uh, how did like well, what's your path through comedy? Okay, so uh, so I started out uh, well. First of all, you want to go way back to when I was a kid, my influences. Yeah, let's do that because I can, and you will uh, ridicule them. I'm sure I can already um, guess what they are, like Seinfeld. Well, or... yeah, Seinfeld, but before that, Ernest. <laughs> I'm serious. Fucking Ernest was cool. Ernest I know. was great. I, I mean, I, I think Ernest I dressed... scared stupid is one of the best. Ern... It was. It scared me at the time. It did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um... It's me as well. Ernest. It was a scary yeah. movie. Mother's, um... Mother's milk is what. <laughs> I don't. That's right. The heart of a child. Yeah. I don't uh, remember why. What about him? What about that character spoke to me so much? But I dressed as him like four Halloweens in a row when I was a kid. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm reading his his biography right now. Are you really? Yeah. Is it? It's good? on it's on my toilet tank right now. Is he alive? No, he's not. He, yeah, died, of lung, he died of lung cancer at age fifty. Oh, oh man. Wow. Uh, but yeah, he he was really influential. I think mostly because of uh, his ability to be funny without being offensive uh, and to hurt people's feelings. You know? Yeah. Um, which I was thinking about that on the drive over here. Uh, it's not like that is so important to me to not hurt people's feelings. Clearly. Um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but that, that really has been, uh, something I've kind of tried to warm up to a little bit more recently, you know? Yeah. Having a kid um, maybe. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and especially like after the election. Oh yeah. Um, because I found that, uh, making fun of, uh, people who believe certain things sometimes comes off as me. Now, let, let me, let me rephrase that. Uh, making fun of people who do and say weird things offends the people who like those people and makes them feel stupid. Yeah. Uh, and so I kind of have backed away from that sort of thing lately. Um, and yeah, a lot of it has to do with having a kid. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But then Seinfeld was a big, the, the Simpsons, my God. I mean, that was yeah. all I ever watched. I mean, I still, to this day, I could go through my texts right now, and I have a, f a friend of mine since I was eight years old. He'll just randomly text me Simpsons lines. That's, <laughs> that's really the only thing we have in common at this point. <laughs> Do you still watch The Simpsons? Then? No, I have. I stopped. I, and it's not. It wasn't some uh, intentional. I'm not watching this show anymore. Type thing. Like a lot of people do that. This indignant. Like. The Simpsons isn't as funny as it used to be. I'm never right. watching it again. It's not like that. It's just that I just stopped having time, and there's just so much TV now. Yeah. You know, remember when it was when we were kids, and there were like four shows. Yeah. That, that, that you would like, and that was it. Now uh, just... remember when we went and saw The Simpsons? Yes, record. I do remember that. Yeah, we met. We met Homer and yeah. Lisa. Oh, really? Bart yeah. and yeah, we uh, yeah we went to a read through at the uh, at the lot. 
Oh, man. Uh, and Cheech and Chong were there. Cheech, well, no, just Cheech. Cheech, Cheech was there. Chong, Chong was, was going phone. through a divorce. <laughs> really? That's what that was all about, remember? Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. So I saw him that. at the, I saw him recently outside a, a restaurant, and I walked. <laughs> And I thought to myself, I wonder if he remembers that read through and we can talk about it. Oh, but yeah. And that weird, like, there's no way that he would remember that. What if he did? He was like, You were there. You were the one sitting in the corner. I heard your voice via telephone. Hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, there was that. And then uh, as far as how I came to do what I do now, um, I uh, started off in radio production. as an intern. Then you, then you went to school somewhere for it. Yeah? I went to Carolina School of Broadcasting uh, for, I think the program itself was maybe a year. Um, a lot of things I taught myself just because it was, I, I started doing radio production and a lot of that is just like doing it yourself. Right. Um, and then I uh, Spent some time at some radio stations. I came out to L.A. and worked for a radio station here doing production and voiceover here. And then I started moving more towards the comedy side of, like, the entertainment side when it comes to, like, morning shows and stuff. I started kind of working with the morning show here and uh, started working on, you know, helping them with comedy bits um, and parodies and stuff. And then I started doing that full time and that's it i mean i i do voiceover and stuff too and right. pro- production and but it actually uh was beneficial to be able to uh, do all of those things you know not just write but be able to right. produce and as you, you and know. and you how, how many uh i guess bits we'll call them bits do you write produce in a um, in a day well okay so like basically what i um, and what I do is I'm kind of like a, like, uh, there are a lot of shows, a lot of morning shows in this world, mm-hmm. right? And um, I kind of help them. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not necessarily employed by them. Right. Uh, but I, um, I assist when it comes to, like, maybe spitballing ideas. Maybe I'll write something for them and help out. You know, but I've right. kind of made a career of being kind of like a collaborator with a lot of these shows, right? right. Like it's almost like kind of like a freelance, uh, contracted kind of writer's room assistant, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and the 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 and like I say, it's beneficial because I'm also able to voice and produce things and right. help out that way. Um, but through the course of a day, probably. A total of twenty to twenty-five pieces a day. Okay, and that's um, written, produced, written, produced in some fashion, right? right? right. Like, like that's what I, uh, I am in some, in some way responsible to, to creating those things. Right. Whether it's I've written them and that's it, or I've only produced them and that's it. You know, right? Like, I, uh, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, it's a. And you do a I lot of voices it. too, correct? Yeah. I mean, uh, he does a spot on Adam Sandler. Oh, Uh-oh. who I saw, by the way, uh, yesterday. Man, this guy's uh, just spotting I, I'm walking celebs. down the street. Yeah, in that song. 
and I almost went outside and can you can you do Adam Sandler for it? Uh, it's not great. Well, <laughs> see, he says that to make fun of me because because he knows that my impressions are not good. No. That, that's not my, my specialty is an impression. And he, he but, but I think but it's he's funny. like it's one of those ones where it's, it's like you know like your buddy that can do impressions better than most people in the room or probably everybody in the room except for like until a real impressionist no, comes in. You're trying to build it up like it's so great, and then you're trying to humiliate me once I. Show how terrible it is. No, it's kind of like, are you, are you, are you? <laughs> like that. That's, that's it. That's good. Yeah, it's, it's not, good. but it's not. <laughs> See, you guys. But it's better. But it's like what Tweety's saying. It's better than most. Yeah, that was a trap. Better than me. <laughs> that was a trap. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, and, uh, when you produce all this stuff, do you do this? At, do you have a home studio? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. Everything. I kind of I, I roll out of bed. I uh, Andy actually walk. helped me pr- uh, create this. I, he gave me all the advice when I was getting this stuff. Oh, cool. I, I, did. I did. I did. Yeah, you yeah. did. Okay. With the Shure mic. I, I see you took my advice. Yeah, I got all the Shures. And this, I... These are the same mics I have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'll get out of bed and uh, in a drunken stupor. No. I'll uh, roll out of bed and walk into my, my studio office um, and uh, look through the news, uh, find whatever topics are interesting to me because news stories, as I've said before, have built in game in them right because otherwise they wouldn't be news stories if there wasn't something unusual about them mm-hmm. so that may that kind of makes my job and life easier right there right and because you, you pretty much only do topical stuff yeah i mean i used to do a lot more um evergreen type of oh i hate mondays and right. i love coffee and that kind of stuff but that doesn't that's so disposable and doesn't really it's not as to me it's not as rewarding Right, because mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It just seems so easy uh, to me. What's uh, that? The com- topical com- comedy, comedy about evergreen things. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, it's uh, spring break. Hey, it's uh, you know St. Patrick's Day bits. Not, I don't know. Just to me, it's like ugh. right. Uh, it it kind of takes some of the fun out of it when it's obvious. Right? So, so do you get to choose what you write or what when you? I mean, like you produce a certain amount of of bits and written material per day, but do you get to go in the paper and just be like, I think this is good? Um, like pluck for the mo- for the most part, uh, just be. But that's because all the people that I work with have the same kind of sensibilities when it comes to what, what, uh, and and the sh- the morning shows Mm -hmm. they we all kind of know what people are going to be talking about the next day Mm -hmm. right so uh you know we can it's mostly going through like what's trending on facebook right but but not what's been trending for like a couple days you like so you're not doing like a lot of trump stuff you're doing more like god yes we are (laughs) oh are you really Uh, yeah i mean not as much anymore because it's like where else do you go how much yeah i mean it's so much you know I don't want to, again, I don't want to alienate anybody who may right. be so pro-Trump. I'm guessing um, that this is, a, this is a comedy podcast. I don't think very many of your yeah, listeners yeah. are very, very pro-Trump, I'm sure. But maybe. But yeah, you never know. But you never know. Uh, but uh, Tweety doesn't listen. At so. first. <laughs> not pro God, please don't start well, this rumor. This, this isn't about. Not this, pro-Trump. This isn't a, like, a, like I'm saying, I, don't, I, I try not to be. I'm I'm not as anti. You know, there was a time during the election where I was just really engaging with Trump supporters. supporters. Oh, I used to and watch like, it. Oh, yeah. this you know, this is so. But now it's like, ugh, why? Yeah, right? um, I actually got off Facebook for like a month yeah, because I just couldn't I, I did, deal with I, all the. Yeah, I did too. People screaming. Yeah. Um, 
but then I'm right back in it now. Yeah. Because uh, I've learned nothing. Because why learn? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, with Trump, it was like at the beginning, it was I was really excited that he won. Uh, and that he like any, during the primaries excited time, because would, you could because there bit. was so much I was like oh right. man this immediately cuts out not like excited but, for World War Three no 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 but it makes my life easier <laughs> right because you ha- automatically have if I'm doing twenty bits that day I already have five that I know I can just do something about because he's was doing so much ridiculous <laughs> things uh, every day uh, but now <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit more it's a little bit scarier <laughs> right? it's a little bit more real because yeah. so, yeah. and it's like the well is like starting to dry out mm-hmm. because now it's almost predictable how unpredictable he is yeah uh you know like how how it's almost like a flavor flavor hit one right right it's that crazy uh, yeah it's like oh okay all the crazy stuff okay well now we know that he's going to tweet at 6 a.m. and say mm-hmm. that they hate happy Easter to the haters and the losers. Like, you, know, <laughs> like you can see all that stuff coming. Right. So it's not as fun. Right. Um, but yeah, for the most part, yeah, I mean, I can, I, I, over the years, I've developed a pretty keen eye for knowing what people will be talking about and what mm-hmm. people won't care about. You know, so um, you the guy who starts the trending of like, so you don't go to Facebook or Twitter to get your news or get your you know, uh, the first place I go is Google News, usually. Okay. Um, and then I'll go to sites that I know a lot of people are consuming, uh, regardless of if I think they're good. Right. You know, like I'll go to like, um, uh, you know, I'll go to like the New York Post or mm-hmm. like uh, Huffington Post or, you know, just, just where I know that people from both a sides lot of traffic. are going. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that's where they're getting their information. Facebook, I'll actually go through my feed. And, and, you know, and follow a lot of the the um, follow a lot of the news organizations just to see what they're you know L A Times New York Times and stuff. I mean, I actually I'm probably one of the few people who actually gets the newspaper delivered to their house. Still, I mean, I'll still go through the paper and circle things. And uh, oh wow, yeah, um, you're like a like a dad from the fifties. I am, I am, uh, <laughs> but. You know, but that's the the fake news New York Times that I get delivered, so it, I guess it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really count. Um, but see that like fake right. news, fake news. Yeah. It's like, well, it sucks because now we know he's going to say see, that, right? <laughs> you know, yeah. I wish he would come. Sad. Like it's like uh, it's like going to see like a Jerry Seinfeld stand up show. It's like, man, I wish he'd come out with some new stuff. Yeah, I mean, I like the hits, but I wish we could hear some new new material. Yeah, right. What would he? What would Trump have to? Do to be considered new, he'd almost have to like be be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he'd ha- actually he'd, have to be uh, yeah level headed. Yeah, he picked the right thing to do. And be like, oh, in a stroke of good luck for the nation, <laughs> Trump did something positive. Right. Yeah, he's like, you know what, uh, Rosie O'Donnell and I, we're gonna move into, we're gonna start a bed <laughs> and breakfast. Uh, yeah. we're gonna, yeah. I'm marrying Rosie O'Donnell, <laughs> right. and we have a baby on right. the way. Um, I'm actually going to uh, smile at my wife. No, yeah. um, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, yeah, well, not pretty much it. I mean, but that's all I'm. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, all I'm, that's all I'm well, sure you can hear. And so, what? Um, I guess let me let me ask you this. So, it how much did sketch writing and stuff like that? Because we used to we've written like we wrote a web series together right. and we did right. um, some other sketch stuff together back in the day. 
how much does that stuff then translate to these radio bits? Because oh, a radio I, bit is like, what, 30 seconds uh, long? Yeah. You're usually between 15 and... Uh, I mean, it varies, I suppose. I mean, I've done stuff that's like eight seconds long and stuff that's a minute long. But yeah, roughly, but a lot. I mean, when I first started doing this for a living was before I took UCB classes, like improv and sketch classes. Uh, so it was kind of... It was a little less structured, my style... And it was a little less uh, disciplined, I suppose. Yeah. And a little, uh, it was more kind of like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> like just kind of goofy. Yeah. But now I, I would definitely recommend to anybody to take a, to take a, a UCB class just st- strictly for uh, learning the structure of how game works. And if this, then, then what? Yeah. Because that... Ev- Every single bit that I do, everything that I write is if this, then what, A to C. Everything. Um, and I would have never known that had I not taken those classes. Right, right. That makes or, sense. Yeah. I mean, I, I might have still done it, but I didn't have a... And you, and you guys basically... Like a so, way to... Yeah. yeah I'd like put it into words. You right, know? Right, like right. I, I didn't actually know that was what it was right. called. And you're basically just beating the hell out of the game, right? You're like, this is what's funny. Um, beep, 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 yeah, beep. Quick, quickly. Quickly. Yeah. Right, um, because in the first line of any bit, usually the game is clear, um, because it has to be because nobody's gonna. Did you have thirty cause, seconds? Because no audience, nobody in an audience wants to listen to a, a radio show where the bits go on and on and on. Right. right? Uh, so, yeah, it's usually really quick, really like. Uh, I'm trying to think of an example, but. Um, you know, some, some, one thing that we're doing now is Kim Jong-un, right? Mm-hmm. Kim Jong-un is, is, uh, is in the news right now. And the game, that, 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 this is kind of an example of an, an ongoing game that, that is just continuing and continuing. But the game with Kim Jong-un, in my opinion, is that he executes people for no reason. Or he's, trying, he's run out of ways to execute people. Right. Or, or re- I'm sorry, reasons to execute people. And people to execute, right? Right. Um, like, because I saw the story that he ex- executed his brother-in-law, and is like, <laughs> you're running out of people in the. So the game is like him finding different ways to execute people. That's just a over like an umbrella type of thing, right? So mm-hmm. a couple days ago, there was a story about his <laughs> about I guess people in North Korea aren't allowed to get his haircut. You know his haircut, his triangle haircut that he has. Yeah, I guess now it's forbidden. Like he's just making up. But it's like parted down the middle. It's yeah. like not but a. But like it's so. Yeah. But, but as if his haircut is just so irresistible that these yeah. people have. I to, wonder if it's so, because he doesn't people will impersonate him or he looks like try to be like you know make fun I of him or something. I have no idea. I don't That's know what crazy. it is. I happen to think it's because he's run out of things to be appalled over right run out of so the bit was you know it was kind of concealed in or you know was uh in the form of like a, a parody like a haircut like a barber shop mm-hmm. and it's you know come to kim jong's barber shop where i'll give you every haircut uh and uh, so he's like oh dear leader how do you know can i get uh, a buzz cut why don't you want my haircut well you said no i can't get this haircut <laughs> Uh, you know, and then it's right. like execute this man for not wanting the haircut <laughs> that I said he couldn't have. You know, right? And then that's it. You know, fifteen seconds of that. Um, 
but but the nature of doing comedy for radio is that it has to be so quick and yeah. there's none of these three minute long on stage mm-hmm. sketches and, yeah and I feel that's, like that's what all sketches becoming now because like I, I can't remember the last time I watched a three minute sketch right. on Funny or Die or I, I won't even yeah. watch a video if it's more than a minute long uh, just because I uh, uh, I mean I, I shouldn't say that I mean like I'm so self-righteous but, but uh, it's hot. it takes a lot for me to really sit through something yeah you get, you get like yeah. 30 seconds to keep me going after yeah. 30 seconds i'll decide yeah also yeah. when people are listening to the radio they're usually in their car and they're thinking about a million things and it's you got to really get there you know when you're doing a, a sketch on stage those people are there and and you have them held captive mm-hmm. already and they so, typically went there because they like yeah, that. Kind right. Of so they're sitting like, there waiting for you to say something. Yeah. When yeah, you, that's true. I wonder if that's uh, to translate it to video. I wonder if that's what helps funnier. Like if that would help funnier die. Like if people are on funnier die, they clearly want to watch right sketch right. comedy. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. if it just pops up in your Facebook feed, it's like yeah. even, like I love comedy, right. but sometimes I'm not in the um, market. I'm not in the market for right. You're not in the, in the demographic. Right. Yeah. You don't want to spend the time at that given moment. At that given moment. Yeah. No. So when, you, so when you're writing these bits, like so a typical UCB, I guess, kind of thing would be um, to think about heightened bits, right? And then you're heightening towards, if you're doing three beats of whatever your game is, the yeah. heightened one is the third one, right? Right. Do you then, for a radio a piece, will you then start at the third one and that's the one? No. no. Not really. You don't I'll go. I'll just get to it quickly. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't really start at ridiculous, um, just just because it's. Uh, sometimes I don't really think it's necessary uh, to do that. I mean, when when you're on stage, it's like you you kind of have to work up to you, ha- you have to earn. Otherwise, that. and it's yeah. gonna. Otherwise, you know, you have to get crazy because it's gonna be boring. <laughs> right. 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 Um, so, so, for the most part, the, the bits that. Uh, we do for radio is is like premise very premise based but the premise follows a game right so um the premise of the kim jong-un thing is that he gives people haircuts and forces them to get certain haircuts because that's what the game is right you know it doesn't just start with does, does this make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, it makes total sense. Yeah, it, right. it, it kind of. Uh, so yeah, I mean, in a way, yeah, maybe. I mean, you start with you start More with hei- a heightened version, uh, version you gotta just get because you have it. to get into it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But you're not starting with like the the first like the, the normal thing and then building into like the third no. like you're starting at the height and you're then start, going, yeah, going you're, ape shit yeah otherwise yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like what's the point right it's, then you're just reporting news right you right know, because news is already crazy. Like that story about Kim Jong Un is already crazy, right? Like it, otherwise, it would just be Kim Jong Un just being like that's a unique thing. Yeah, that, that's the good thing about doing topical comedy because half of your job is already done, and you uh, get to do and you get to be pretty absurd too. Like a lot of the stuff I've well, yeah, because, heard gets pretty absurd. Yeah, because that's the challenge is you have to you have to get um, you have to do something else. So, or something different than what's already happening because you have to. Otherwise, right. you're just reporting the news. Right. So you have to heighten and have to come up with an idea and have an angle. Right. Otherwise, it's like... Is that the hardest part, coming up with the angle? 
Uh, it, it was. I mean, it's hard, kind of hard for me to answer that question without sounding like uh, pompous. But uh, Sound pompous. No, I mean, it, it, it used That's to, why we had you on. Well, it used you know to be I mean? really hard. That's <laughs> like, why we had you, you on, because you're a pompous Well, no, because you know what you're talking about. about. I mean... Um, yeah, it, it used to be hard, but just from the sheer volume of things that I, I have to churn out, I get to churn out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um... It's a lot easier yeah. because it's like, you know, the 10,000 hours right. thing. I mean, if you're doing something all day long, it just becomes your, your mind instantly go. And when you have the tools that you get from somebody teaching you A to C and it's like, oh, okay. Like you automatically, you, you go through a formula. Right. You know, I mean, in a lot of ways, cr- creativity is f- formulaic. Right. And like math you know, um, it's not all arts, artsy, like right? Abstract. And there's like the, speci- is the a, specificity is what makes it, yeah. You. I mean, that's why when you see a writer's room, it's there's note cards on the wall and there's structure to it. You know, that's why like when somebody writes a screenplay, sometimes it's two people and one person is all about the story and one person is all about the structure and because there's structure to things, right? Uh, and then if you're, you know, that's why there's structure to a herald and because because it works, right? It's easy to plug. It's easier to plug things in. Right. Right. I mean, I'm not. God, I sound like I'm like te- <laughs> teaching or something. I know. I don't like, mean to. Like Besser hired yeah. you to come on no, here. No, no, no. I'm uh, no. I, I no. I, I get it. No. Was, you know, it's funny because I've heard. You know, p- people say that there's such a huge difference between these schools, and um, it's not that there really isn't that. It's such a huge difference when it comes to because we're all because it's all uh, comedy and all. Yeah, you know, if it, it's there's, just there's all the route stru- to the stru- game ultimately. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's structure to everything, uh, but the UCB just has maybe a different way of expressing the A to C, or yeah. But it uh, is all the, similar. They all came from the same yeah. guy, Del Close. Yeah. yeah, you know, like he's the modern man of. Right. And funny's funny. Right. So like, if right. one person's funny, another person's funny. They're they're probably doing something fairly similar at some level whether they know like like what you're saying like whether you know how to define what that is is like kind of maybe what splits like you know io calls i don't know they call something like relationship like they get their game from like they're always focused on relationship and grounding is always focused on character and ucb is always focused on like premise Mm -hmm. but but there's still that's still the means to a game yeah and still the basics of that is a relationship what is unusual about this relationship right but this character what is unusual about this character and that's what the funny thing is because you know the comedy is about surprise and uh you know unusual things Mm -hmm. and that's it you know when people get bogged down about you know Oh, this school is all about relationship right. and this school is all, it's like well they're also teaching the same philosophy right. in a way or like the same right yeah, yeah, yeah. of course it makes sense no. yeah no. Um, I don't mean to imply that you can't understand what I'm saying are you smart yeah. enough to understand <laughs> my wise sage words Tweety's head and yeah. my head are popped off yeah we're just <laughs> You look so high right now. No, I'm not. I'm not. I had a I had a late night shooting last night. Oh, is that can what you it was? can you yeah clarify that you're talking to him? And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremiah. <laughs> and he's and he's bright eyed and bushy. My down. parents might be listening to this. Oh my god. Yeah, no, I'm not high. I just had I didn't have a lot of sleep, so I apologize for my um, oh, hey. low energy demeanor. 
Yeah. I have a uh, I have a young son, so I yeah. believe me, I know about the nuts. Yeah. What am I complaining? I was doing. Oh no, I didn't yeah. say that. For that <laughs> yeah, I, hate, I hate when people do that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah. That that is one of my pet peeves, by the way. What I just did. Whenever somebody says tells me something about themselves and like their struggle, or whenever I say like, "Oh man, I'm I'm starving." Well, I haven't eaten in eight days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, that's the kind of that's the world we live in. That's kind of an LA. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very Um, LA. (laughs) Should we try? Should we try to do this? Let's give it a shot. Let's kind of go. We'll go on. Oh, you, you don't want to talk about the bleeps. Oh, no. First? Let's talk about the bleeps. Let's talk okay, about your good, bleeps. Okay, good. Because listen, because this is an argument. In my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna. And and you know what, your your, your listeners. What if I said your listener <laughs> is welcome to come? Like <laughs> <laughs> a terrible thing. Um, uh, your listeners, your your billions, people, and billions, billions of listeners, of listeners mm-hmm. can can chime in with their opinion too at some point. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I think that bleeps are funnier than the bad word itself because the bleep by nature is jarring and surprising to hear. And in my opinion, mm-hmm. comedy is based on jarring surprises and against what you would expect. And when you hear in the middle of a bunch of words, a jarring and surprising bleep, yeah. that is funnier than hearing the bad word that you expect to hear. So let me hear your rebuttal on that. Mm-hmm. Um, my rebuttal on that is I think that it depends on the person. I think that some no. people are – Well, no, it's, it's the truth. So magnanimous. No, yeah. it's the truth. Like a guy like Dave Chappelle can say whatever the fuck he wants, and right. he can bleep it or not bleep it, and it's going to be hilarious. But then you have guys like Seinfeld who, if he swears, it just sounds like weird. Well, there bleep would, that. But he doesn't, and there would be no But, but you there. see what I'm saying? That's like, not a good example. I think it is a great example. Here's a good example. Okay, and I'll tell you. And I'll bleep all this out. That's fine. For contradicting me. Right. But In public. Um, one of my favorite shows is Family Guy. Right. And on Family Guy, if you watch it live, they obviously can't say fuck or, right. you know. So when Stewie or other, any any character really, when they bleep, it's super funny to yeah. me. Right? right. It's jarring. It does kind of have that thing like where it's like you're not expecting it. And yeah. then I buy the DVDs as well, and I watch them, and they're uncensored. And I don't, I don't like hearing the word, right. the curse word. I like hearing the beat, the yeah, bleep. Like, like, what would you rather? There's wa- something funny. I think also I like- it's like my in my brain, I can put whatever word I want in some of them. Like, right. Well, and also you can time it too. Like, uh, you can you can play with the with the timing of the bleeps to make it. You can put a bunch of them really fast. Yeah. Pause. Put another one. Like all that stuff. Like that stuff's funny. It's fun well, to play with. Well, it. within that, but too. some people are just I don't. I like hearing. Well, I like hearing the word "fuck." Well, when uh, with within that, what you're saying that that's also one of my favorite games on Family Guy. Actually, is mm-hmm. they they did that is where they insert the bleeps, but then they you're supposed to kind of guess what the guess bleeps what are covering do. up, you right? Know? It's yeah. like, and I walnuts, candy cane. Yeah, yeah. They did that with the FCC. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Would you you would you rather watch uh, Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker special uncensored or with bleeps in it? Same material. Uncensored. Oh, man. I yeah. think it's so much funnier. <laughs> no, it's just it like, those those dude, okay, here's another in. example. So that, because uh, I know what he's saying. When you, when, you yeah. buy like, when you buy like an album, like so I accidentally oh, bought, wow, I accidentally I mean, not, bought the Jay-Z that's album. That's different but though. I'm listening so to like, I'm listening to Big Pimpin'. 
I'm, and then all of a sudden, but, but that's different. But that's I'm not, not listening. That's, that's to not me, funny. It's the same. No, it's not. No, I'm not listening to Jay Z to laugh. Yeah, exactly. To get ready to fight, so somebody can understand, so I can hear somebody who identifies with my struggle. Now I will say this: I do think that. I'm biased of cartoon bleeps, but like stand up, yeah. I'd rather hear it. Wow. Yeah, wow. I think I would. Yeah, right. there's well, it depends. I think I it depends this, on the. I have this close Alex to walking out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I see your point. I'm fifty like, fifty. I'm split down. I have though. friends that I don't think sound correct when they swear. Yeah, and I think that's. Sw- but if you put a bleep in there, it's like then oh, it's, there we exactly. Go. And so for certain friends, when they I, like they say things that I'm like, oh, you should. Why are you cussing? Just be, just be you. It'd be really funny if they had a little bleep machine and they walked around and every time right. they wanted to cuss, they just bleeped instead. I would laugh every time right. they did that. Did yeah. you see? Did you see the Ghost Boys episode one? Did, I, did you ever see it? Mm-mm. Okay, so I didn't know it was. Uh, I thought you could only had to watch it live. No, no, no. You can watch it online. So we shot this. It's like a TLC mockumentary on called okay. Ghost Boys. It's okay. parodying Ghost Hunters, uh-huh. but we can actually see ghosts. Like, right. That's the. <laughs> it's not a sham. Yeah, it's not a sham. Right. Um, and so when we, me and Shane, sat down to edit that. Uh, one of the guys said like fuck and cunt and like <laughs> like all these other things and i was like it did not play well with the words but when you bleeped it it got great laughs in the theater like yeah, but i could only imagine i i wouldn't have put it in without bleep so yeah bleeps helped yeah i mean it definitely de- i i would say i'll say this this is where i'll concede <laughs> i think that bleeps Uh-oh. are the safe alternative Okay. Because I, mean, I think that the, you're, you're going I'm... to, you're, people like me will still laugh at a bleep, whereas people that aren't going to laugh at, at yeah. curse words are going to laugh at a bleep. So you're better off probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I'm not like such a prude or something that I think that I just don't like cursing or something. I'm not like. I don't yeah, know, man. You're but, really coming off like a square, dude. <laughs> you haven't, no, you haven't cursed that, once no, this yeah. entire... No, I don't think He's that already enough. said fuck, fuck, bitch, and cunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said fuck like four times. Um, well, I do have, uh, like I say, I, uh, I I really am having to like watch, uh, try to learn how to watch my language around the house. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm failing at it for the most part, but... It really man, having a kid of, uh, just changes you. Ooh. Uh, oh, man. I have a... I don't want to tell the story. Are, you, okay. are your your wife pregnant? <laughs> no, my wife's not pregnant. You're really undermining my appearance on this show, but <laughs> with the dead now, with, with this huge, uh, yeah, huge, announcement. huge announcement. I'm gonna. De- I, I'm not gonna tell that story right now. I'll think about telling. Okay, I'll tell it. That's oh. so fucked up, though. Okay, I was young. See if that would have been a beep there. It would have been <laughs> great. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So uh, when I was like 19 years old, so this is like. Almost. This is a long time ago. Is this so a story that people are going to be like, well, I'm done listening to these fucking assholes. No, <laughs> no there was I a... I killed a man. I, uh, I was he... trying to prove a point that babies couldn't remember things. And so I would always say chicken fucker around this kid, my, my friend's baby. Okay. I would just say chicken fucker randomly. Would because you... I, like just a, in case there's any uh, question as to why you haven't been to my house since Thanksgiving. <laughs> I wouldn't do it now. I'm, like a, I'm an adult man. Yeah. Um... You know, and so uh, I said chicken fucker a lot. Some would argue a 19 year old is an adult. Um, yeah, but not <laughs> like a, not like a, a mature man like I am now. Okay, okay sure. Yes. Um, As you say, the exact same thing. Yeah. Show being uh, and so, uh, but then like, 
it was like a toddler. Not even a toddler. It was like, it couldn't, it was like six months old, maybe a year. Yeah. Right? Well, no kid retains anything before the age of three, by the way. Okay. Well, so, then all of a sudden this kid is like seven years old or six years old and sitting in the back of the car and I get a phone call from, it's from this child's well, mom this, this kid and the kid like started going, then. the kid started going for out of nowhere, started going chicken fucker, chicken fucker, chicken fucker, chicken fucker, chicken fucker, <laughs> which is exactly what I would do. Well, I would I literally mean, that, just sit that kid go, is a <laughs> genius. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't say that because I'm scared he's gonna for his whole life, uh, you know. Like what if all of a sudden? But uh, the yeah, I think that stuff's in there. Old. That brain, it's all in there. Yeah. Like, well, I just don't want him to repeat what I yeah. say yeah. At, the, at the wrong place. That's all. Because he already, you know, when he says, he already says words that sound like bad ones anyway. Because he's a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I would hate. <laughs> He doesn't right. need to be at preschool yeah. saying right. yeah, yeah, yeah. chicken fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Also, just, that's pretty funny. Chicken fucker's a funny well, thing to say. I mean, I don't for think anyone's... Like, of all the things a kid could say, chicken fucker's pretty funny. I don't think anyone's disputing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. It'd be funnier if it was bleeped. It would be. You think it'd be really funny well, if it was just chicken No, I think bleep. a kid think saying chicken fucker is funnier than a funny it, kid bleeping. I, I think yeah. it'd be funny if you bleeped chicken. And just say fucker, yeah. bleep fucker, bleep fucker, bleep fucker. Because then you'd be like, what could they possibly be bleeping that's worse? Uh, that's so good. Um, <laughs> do you have anything else you want to touch on before we move no, on? No, I just, all I have, I wish, uh, I wish this was a, <laughs> a giant, visual medium and people could see uh-huh. all I have written here is tell Tweety bleeps are good. Yep. And this giant notepad. Yeah. Um, oh, Phil Hendry too, by the way, you're asking about, uh, influences or maybe you weren't asking what I was Yeah, telling. we were talking about it. Uh, Phil Hendry is what, the reason why I d- do radio. Who's that? Living. Phil Hendry is a, uh, he's actually really popular. I can't believe you don't know him. You do this and you don't know who <laughs> Phil Hendry is. What do you God. mean do what? I learned how to use Adobe Audition. Um, he, <laughs> you talk to people and you don't. Uh, Phil Hendry is a radio guy. I mean, he's a, he's pretty, pretty legendary. Um, he kind of originated the, uh, the, uh, character based uh you know he, he he'll sit in a, he sits in a room and he has characters call in but it's really him oh is he uh, was the, he on um the marin show possibly there's like a really famous one of those i like they did a whole episode about a guy that did that oh yeah where yeah. he would play like he could make people he could do voices where it sounded like yeah, they're on it's a phone. Over the phone and he and it's just him in a room yeah um but it's really fascinating to watch him if you ever watch the videos of him doing this show but uh but i heard that when i was a freshman in college and immediately I was like the bit that he was doing. I remember specifically the bit he was doing was about uh, this character calling in complaining about how he had, (laughs) he, he wanted to sue Julia Roberts and the makers of uh, Aaron Brockovich because he was leafing through a magazine and saw a picture of Julia Roberts with her, uh, you know, her boobs hanging out uh, from Marion Brockovich. Right. And he, he got so turned on that he popped the shot in his <laughs> pants and uh, was going to sue them because he was humiliated. And when I heard this, I was like, my God, I can't believe this person is coming here. <laughs> like, I was so duped. And then I realized it was the same guy. And I was like, I want to do stuff like this. Uh, with my life, I want to do like this uh, funny audio where you can't see what's happening, but you can hear it, and it's all th- this theater. And that was kind of what that bit about Julia Roberts. That's funny. That's uh, what started it. Yeah. Cool. Which, by the way, she was just voted uh, People Magazine's sexiest woman. 
Julie Roberts? This, yeah. This year or that, 1998? Yeah, no, now. 2017. That look yeah. on your face right now is... Uh... Well, no, just... Con- I'm great good. Yeah. She's probably she's probably gorgeous. Yeah. I haven't seen her in years. It's just... But yeah. see, right here, what you're doing, <laughs> that's the comedy. <laughs> because you don't want to be rude and say what you're thinking. <laughs> what do you mean? Mm-hmm. But you, See what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Julie and, Roberts is great. That right there is funny. And now that's a... That's a, a story in the news right now and that's the bit right there right right because because yeah. everybody is just politely reading this magazine like oh yeah, yeah. of course julia yeah, yeah. she is deserves the sexiest it. woman alive yeah. yeah the sexiest woman <laughs> alive <laughs> all right yeah we all julia know that the sexiest woman alive is vanna white <laughs> yeah um, the correct answer should have been your wives. I know, you I bunch know. of. I know. I, I was. I, I see. I didn't want to say it. I would never I didn't say want it about you Andy's to, wife. You'd no, get so no, mad at I me. I didn't want to say it about mine because I didn't want you to feel bad for not saying oh. it about yours. Oh. Yeah. That's right. And that's the bit. We did. <laughs> what? The hell is this guy talking about? Um, so let's. Okay. Let's do this. Okay. Let's, let's do, this. do what you do. Google okay. News. Pull that up. Okay. Um, I can't. Let's pull it up on a phone. Why can't you? Okay. Uh, because I'm afraid well, I'll fuck up Adobe do, Audition. Let's just do, do it on the phone. Oh, my phone's off. I got mine. Because I turned my phone off. Because I just I put mine on airplane. To, I wanted to respect the space. Oh, that's polite of you. Respect your show. Okay. I, I just turned mine on airplane mode. Not that you're not being respectful. I put it on airplane mode, but now I have to um, do this. So, you know. I don't ever put my phone on airplane mode because I don't really know what it does. What does it do? It just turns it, off. Yeah, it turns off everything from coming everything. in. So what's the point of it? Just turn it off. Why do you have? You, you can still use the clock. You can still play any apps that don't require the internet. Oh, I see. Mm. All right. I think Bluetooth still works on it. No. So you oh, turn all that off too. Um. Yeah. The reason I have to do it is because if if this isn't on and I get a text message next to this thing, it makes it go for like a second. But it's only because it's close to it. How am I coming off on this, by the way? Am I coming off as being a good person? Yeah, I think so. It's really important to me what people think of me. <laughs> no, it's not at all. I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, let's see. Yeah, you don't care if people love you or hate you. I, I really don't. Um, let's see. <laughs> you know why? Because of, uh, because of the kid. It's because as long as... I, as, long as <laughs> Your kid likes you, that's yeah, all that matters. That's really all that matters. Okay. So even if your kid was like... Which, by the way, he does not. <laughs> What if your kid is like Hitler? Me. The only person in the world that likes you is Hitler. Oh, I, I don't know. What if your kid is this your uh, spitballing your idea generation process? Yeah, this is what yeah. I do. What if a baby, uh, what if was a baby like Hitler? Hitler? Yeah, that's uh, really a nice thing to say. I don't know. Let's see. According to my flip book, which is utterly useless, by the way, and I never go to. Um, All right, there's uh, a bunch of stuff on here. So you just so right now I have top stories pulled up. You just I go know. through them. Yeah, I would go through them and whatever I think people will be talking about. I mean, like, for example, this one says Elizabeth Moss dishes about her scenes in The Handmaid's Tale. I don't (laughs) think anybody will be talking about that. Or maybe they will. I don't know. I don't know who Elizabeth Moss is, so I would not be talking about it. She's from Mad Men. She's Peggy Olsen from Mad Men. Which one's Peggy? Uh, She's the... uh, I've also only watched the first two seasons. So it has to be very specific to those two seasons. She's the one who... um, who actually in a, in a scene in Mad Men really changed my perspective in a lot of things. By the way, really, um, 
she plays Peggy Olsen, who's like kind of the apprentice to uh, Don Draper, the main character. Okay. Um, Not the voluptuous redhead. No, no. Okay. Uh, but there's a scene uh, in Mad Men, which I think is really helpful to a lot of people who work in a creative field where you're essentially kind of giving up your creative products in exchange for money. Right. <laughs> right? Because um, to a lot of people, that can be kind of hard to do. Uh, and... Uh, there's a line in, in, in one of the episodes where the later episodes where she comes up with this idea for the agency and he says, uh, and he uses it. He, he kind of steals it. I mean, in a shady way, he kind of steals it. So yeah. it's, it's not necessarily analogous to what people go through creatively, but it is a good example. And he says, uh, she says, you took my idea. And he says, no, I, you give me the ideas. I give you money. That's what this is about, uh, right? Right. And she goes, but you never say thank you. And he goes, that's what the money's for. Uh, right? Right. And whenever I saw that scene, it really kind of changed my perspective and helped me kind of reconcile. So now whenever you get a paycheck, you just text your and boss, I, you're welcome? <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, but that, but that is true. Like, I used to, there used to be a time when I, I'd say, oh, I mean, this is, I am an artist and I can't believe I'm just doing all of this and... Uh, Right. You know, but then it's like, oh, wait. I mean, I, that's kind of what commerce is about. Right. I mean, this, this is my product. That's why and a lot of people do. I mean, you shouldn't only do it for money, but right. I mean, you let's know, be real. Some people we all do, like to get paid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that really is what it's all about, really. <laughs> what life is about, right? And I mean, give, give something and get, get yeah. for it. Yeah. Is that wrong? No, no. nothing's wrong. No. You have uh, a product. Your product so, is this yeah. comedy. Yeah. Someone pays you for it. Right. Yeah. Um, so, anyway. Uh, James Cameron's Avatar sequel to be released in 2020. Okay. So that's a story that I'm sure people will be talking about on Monday. Okay. The announcement that the the uh, sequel to the most uh, the, the biggest money maker up until what? Dark Knight, I think. I have no uh, idea. Is coming out. The Titanic. Well, the Dark Knight, I thought it was one of the Star Wars beat it. Like oh yeah, maybe, yeah, gross. you're right. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Which which right. by the way, Fast and Furious just beat out can you believe that? What? Fast and Furious? Fast and Furious beat out uh, the new Star Wars for the a worldwide opening at something like... Oh, the like new one. The new not, Fast and not, Furious. Oh, but the new Star Wars, the the uh, Rogue One Star Wars. Are you talking about the, the, the Force Awakens? Yeah, Force Awakens. How is that possible? It was like 430 million worldwide Fast and Furious. <clears throat> wow. I believe, I believe it's, people that it's, buy it's Affliction a shirts. Affliction is probably one of the highest who selling. I mean, I don't want to judge somebody's <laughs> art, but who is going to? <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't seen them in a long time, and supposedly the article I was reading, and I, I don't know which Star Wars it was exactly, but I know when I saw it, I was yeah, like... Yeah, it beat episode one in 1970. How are they? <laughs> how are they but it see, made $57,000, and it beat Fast and Furious, episode six. Fast and Furious is like the Donald Trump of movies like how are they coming up with new material well they have evolved i guess i guess they're not just street racing because the first one i loved when i was a little kid because they were stealing and someone had wrote a joke which was like i can't believe fast and furious went from uh stealing dvds and vhs players out the back of you know semi trucks right. to like an action they're, right. they're like now action heroes right. in these movies Fly, the rock is in know, it yeah you know. Like, the, the cars have jet engines and they're yeah. flying and taking down B twelve bombers. Right, it's a it's a it's an action movie. It's not a car. That could very movie. well be something that happened in a Fast and Furious. Yeah, movie, I have no way. idea. I've never I've seen, never seen one. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. I especially won't see one now that um, 
Paul Walker's not in them. Yeah. Yeah, he was Well, they've made two without him now, right? I have no idea. I'm just kidding. They, I I've, that was another thing that was fucked up. I believe when he died, they were like, I don't know if we're going to do another one. And then they still made two of them. <laughs> they made more. Well, because the money. Wait no see. shit. That's what I'm saying. Money like, will make you'll do everything. Vin Diesel was crying when he got an award and he was like, you know, really upset because Paul Walker wasn't there as well. And yeah. then. I don't know. Now he's like, I can't, yeah, I can't. Now he's like, I can't believe Paul Walker's not here to share this yeah. this yacht ride yeah. and eat this steak dinner. Yeah. Because uh, he's still right on, is right. what I'm saying. Right, right, he right. doesn't really he's care. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you can, sure, care. You can care and also... Yeah, I know, but come on, do something else. <laughs> you know, make another. They, they, all those people could put their heads together and come up with a new franchise. That's a really funny idea to me is just... The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson yeah. and Vin Maybe. Diesel brainstorming new See, ideas. See, that would be the bit. That would be a bit right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like uh, coming up with an idea for the a Fast and Furious movie franchise, but it's not Fast and Furious. So it's like, okay, how about uh, we have, uh, you know, it takes place in uh, the jungle. And uh, everybody's, uh, you know, wearing loincloths, and then they get in their car. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa! No cars no involved. Car. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, so they uh, they get so in their the car shaped, <laughs> and they get in their car shaped boat. <laughs> and they, no, and they race the boats. No, no racing. No, no, no racing. Nothing. No cars related it's, at all. It's eighteen sixty seven. Right. You're on your horse car. No. Yeah, yeah, your horse car. Um, yeah. And a CGI, Paul Walker. Uh, to, no, damn it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's, kind of something. That's easy. That's kind of something. I know, it is easy. So, yeah, yeah. So I got us off track from Avatar. Sorry. Oh, yeah. But, oh, but, but Avatar sorry. was the one. Um, yeah. Well, you know, to me, it's like, oh, I don't care about Avatar, a new Avatar. I can't imagine. I mean, it's been so long since the last one came out. I'm sure movie buffs care. Maybe. Uh, but I think it's kind of like, why do we have to wait three more years for a movie that's going to be probably exactly like the last Avatar? Isn't the same guy that makes Avatar the same guy that makes Star Wars? No. Uh, No, that's James Cameron. James Cameron. So the same guy that made Titanic is the same guy that made Avatar. Well, also a lot of reason why the Avatar movie was so successful was because of the technology that was made available then. You know, like right. the new, it was the new first, 3D. Right. Yeah, this yeah. new 3D technology. Mm-hmm. This, this but if you go back and watch Avatar now, it's not that. Yeah. So, uh... I saw it in theaters and it was pretty good in It theater. was pretty good, but have you yeah. seen it recently? But I haven't seen it recently. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. now there's like kids' movies that are in that same... Yeah. You can watch like the Care Bears in 3D. But that's maybe what he's doing. Maybe people are hoping that if Avatar broke that barrier, then Avatar 2 will break the next barrier. Right. And I don't know. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a, I guess there's a couple of different ways you could go with that bit. It's like, you know, uh, maybe he's, uh, that's a threat. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, yeah, well, you guys keep messing around and I'm going to come out with an Avatar movie in 2020 and 2022. <laughs> you know? Like somehow he's holding us all hostage. And but the Avatar to, movies. Threatening to <laughs> release Avatar movies. Um, or maybe, you know, Let me ask you this. How long do you sit on an idea? Because you have to churn them out. How long do you sit on an idea before you go, you know what? Never mind. Let's move on to the next one. Um, three minutes. That's fair. Probably. Uh, if it doesn't just fall out of your I mouth. I rarely do that, though. I mean, I rarely will say, Ugh, let's just move on. Who cares? Oh. Um, just because... Uh, uh, well, 
Just because I wouldn't pick it if I wouldn't pick a story if it, there wasn't something. You have a good you, initial you, filter yeah. to be like, okay. Uh, but I don't sit on it too long. Right. I'll just. So do you do what, like the Fast and the Furious basically was written in about thirty seconds? Like that is pretty much a fully. That's a thirty. You can easily write that thirty second bit that we just yeah talked out in yeah five I mean, minutes. Yeah, and what I would do is mm-hmm. I would probably. Um, yeah, I don't, you know, in sketch classes, they te- teach you to kind of make a list of all your jokes. Yeah. And then kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, organize it. Uh, I don't really do that as much as I used to. Yeah. And I used to do that a lot, but now I just kind of like, this do it in is your the head. idea, and then I'll just write it. And then I'll make changes after I'm done. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really go through the, if I'm writing a sketch Maybe. Like, yeah. Because I still will write sketches once in a while. I mean, it's rare, but uh, just because my day is kind of taken up with a lot of The last thing work. you want to do when you get off work is yeah. write another sketch. Right. Um, so would you go, like, just the setup, for instance, for the Fast and Furious one, would it be something like Paul Walker and Vin Diesel sit down to beat out their next new franchise yeah. and then go into something like that? Or is it, it more? It would just jump right into it, probably. Okay. It would probably ju- just jump in with, like, all right, guys, listen. These fast people are complaining about these Fast and Furious movies all being the same. So new, you know, new franchise. Let's go, right? Mm-hmm. And then it would just be different people. Right. How do you know that ideas. it's like? Because you like on stage, you kind of have to. You don't have the luxury of having someone who's always a great Vin Diesel impersonator or the rock impersonator. So you kind of have to spell out you, you know, a little bit on for writing sketch. You got to say, hi folks. Yeah. I'm so-and-so in a, you know, like not so heavy handed, but right. in a, you know, that's what you have to, you have to have somebody who has an obvious Trump wig on. Right. But yeah. Right. Um, so in radio, is it, do you, can you get away with just the voices and doing that? I don't yeah. know. If rock uh, been... You know, um, do you have to it, think it, about that when would, you write these? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> luckily, uh, I, I personally have access to a lot of really good impersonators um, eh, who work kind of like on a freelance basis. Um, That's one thing about, I would say, a lot of people that are probably listening to this, especially in the bigger cities. Like, I, could, I bet you we could all find pretty much any yeah. impersonation fairly yeah. quickly yeah. if yeah. we pay like 50 bucks. Yeah, I mean... Uh, but uh, sometimes it'll just be like kind of a generic voice, like what I just did, mm-hmm. you know, where you just uh, say, I'm... it's kind of just by the tone. You can tell that this is a decision maker. Right. right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, what if we do this? You know, that guy yeah. is obviously just a, a, a underling. Who... Pete Holmes. That right. was Pete Holmes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's not usually a lot of like, sometimes if you're doing like a parody, if you, you will say, hi, I'm so-and-so. Are you tired of this happening to you? Introducing, you know, that's a, supposed to be a really <laughs> terrible Kim Jong-un voice. I don't know why I just did that. But, uh, um, I thought it was Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I, what I mean by terrible. So you, have to, so you would have to Kim specify. With, with, uh, now, could you do Kim Jong-un talking to Woody Allen? <laughs> Good, but I'm not going to. This is like another one of those uh, impression traps. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. You do a really great Matthew McConaughey. Uh, so this guy right here, it's all about the whistle. It's all about the tooth whistle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
But um, the, are you just saying that? Do you think it's terrible? No, I don't think it's terrible. Oh, okay. I think we did a we did the original, which then got we did bit off, like got bit so hard, right. like the next year. Yeah. Well, a few. Uh, a f- Excuse me. Sorry. Um, a few years ago. What the hell was that? What, when, when oh, was... I thought I had it muted. Uh, when, when that's was my that? email. I it think... sounds like an explosion because I get very excited about email, so I wanted to make it an exciting sound. Yeah. I think like 2012, we did. Uh, we we decided to all do Ma- Matthew McConaughey impressions for a Herald show at the DCM Del Close Marathon in New York. There's like five. Uh, I don't know. Like Mark David Christensen. Right. I think um, we did it more than once. We did, we did it twice. We did. Yeah. Okay. And then the twice. third year, there was like fifty of them, and I didn't go. Wait. Remember? You didn't go to this last one. I didn't go to that last one because there, we were only getting five minute slots because there was like five or six. But we did it. So we only did it twice then total. Oh, did we only do it twice total? You've so, done it once. I've done it once with Jeremy. It was okay. with Jeremy Mark. Yeah. So we did this thing where we all dressed up. We all were shirtless and had puka shell necklaces and, and tight shorts. Uh, my wife uh, wore a boy's bodysuit, uh, like a muscular bodysuit. And we were all Matthew McConaughey. Doing a Herald. Doing a Herald. And it was called the Matthew, the, the McConaughey Herald. The Matthew McConaughey Matthew Herald. Matthew McConaughey Herald. Right? And so we did that one year. And it was, it was on the main stage. It was like a 20-minute slot. Yeah, it was, it was a big, dope. It was a pretty big deal. It was, it was like a decent great. time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was on the Franklin, the, well, New York version of the Franklin stage, right? And then, uh, and it was, it was great. They wrote about it in Split Cider, yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. And they said uh, five, six muscular men, and my wife was like, "Oh, I'm not a man!" <laughs> you know, like it was such a convincing costume. Yeah. Um, and then the next, we all drew six years, packs on us with chalk or whatever with markers. Right. And then a couple of years later, we submitted ourselves for it, uh, and they and there were like five other Matthew McConaughey because it was uh, after that. It was right when he won the Oscar. Or, was no, not the Oscar. It was True Lies. Oh, True Blood. No, True uh, True True Detective. True Detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, true Blood. True. Hey, man, I'm a vampire. So I'm <laughs> blood, man. Uh, but uh, we did. That. Yeah, we got only got like five minutes. Yeah, because there were so many other ones, and that's when so I was so many like, other Matthew McConaughey Ma- McConaughey based like themed DCM shows. shows. Yeah, yeah. Do so your they, McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just literally Tweety saying "all right, yeah. all right." It's not bad though. It's not bad. See, um, hold on. See how I didn't make fun of. Yeah. Hold on. Give me what's something I can't. You can say. That's okay. I don't have the same. Um, what's know? something that Matthew McConaughey, McC- McC- McConaughey uh, would do say? Do a Lincoln commercial. Hey, like, hey man, uh, you know. Hey, man, yeah. Like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it. Yeah. Three <laughs> words. Hey, man, and all right. <laughs> so it's like Jeremiah and two McConaughey's. Yeah. <laughs> huh. um, yeah. Did Great. I even answer any question? Yeah. Or did we yeah. do anything? Yeah, we did. We did the Fast and Furious. Um, oh. Let me ask you this. I wish I was... I wish I would have found a better story. I don't know if that was... That was a great... I, think, I thought we did good stuff with that. Yeah, I mean, We can do one more if we want. I mean, that, yeah, no, I, no like, we yeah. don't have to. I'm just saying yeah. that. No, that, I think we can do one more. That's not really a great example, but I would have... That's probably what I would have done. Yeah. We can, let's do um, one more. I would like that's to do what, it again. Yeah. It was fun, actually. I mean, that wasn't actually... That wasn't even in the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that wasn't what that, we made. That, that's kind of what I'm thinking is that um, we did it, but it wasn't... Um, uh, let's see. I don't know. Uh, boy, I bet people are loving hearing us looking at our phones, <laughs> looking for news. Uh, 
Altercation uh, over stroller. American Airlines altercation over stroller. Okay. So I guess somebody on a stroller on American Airlines, there was a, a, air, a stroller bumped around or something. Yeah. I, I didn't really read the whole story. So maybe that isn't what happened. Right. In my opinion, that's probably, that may be what the story is about. So in that case, I would probably, uh, I'd say, you know, what's weird about that is that shouldn't everybody be on edge right now anyway when it comes to being on your best behavior if you're working for an airline is it the same right? airline as a delta it's a delta it's a different one oh, okay. it's american that was united where the guy got dragged off okay but probably with this i would uh probably make it about um how because to me it's bizarre yeah. that the, anybody that works for any airline ever would ever do anything Careless, right? Or not to kiss the ass of a passenger, right? So maybe another airline would say, "Welcome aboard." You know, we just want to remind you that uh, we'll be giving you foot rubs, and we'll be, uh, you know, you can. Would you like to? uh, uh, Would you like to sleep with my wife? Are you free to sleep with my wife if you'd like to? (laughs) Um, You can. you know, the pilot is uh, going to open the door and you can fly the plane if you, if you want. <laughs> um, whether or not you have any, uh, you know. Right, right, right. Um, probably something like that. So extreme yeah. customer service. Yeah. Yeah, 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 just yeah, because, yeah. Just to kind of. Okay. And then do you ahead. have to say, do you have to say the other part of that or do you just leave it at that? Like, does, do you have to. I would probably keep going for about 20 seconds. I'm saying, I'm saying, do you have to say we're doing this because. No. No, because the way that it would be uh, executed on the air would be uh, they oh, would probably you get the tell the in. story. So they would say, you know, uh, hey, did you see this uh, Amer- on American Airlines? There was another. Uh, see this? Thing. You hear about this? Yeah, you see, yeah, this? see this? You hear about this, ladies and gentlemen? By the way, it's 654. I have uh, 77 degrees. No, uh, and then they would say, can you believe this? Oh, I can't believe that that would happen. Yeah, well, by the way. Um, other airlines are going above and beyond to make sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen. I'm surprised that this happened when all the other airlines are blah, blah, blah. Right? We've got this secret there's, tape yeah, there's the a cockpit. More, yeah, there's a more concise way to say that, obviously. Right. But, but uh, and then it would go into, boom, ladies and gentlemen, this is your flight attendant speaking. Uh, just a reminder that we're all about you and your comfort. Uh, so uh, if you'll look to your right, you'll see uh, a headphone jack uh, that, uh, with complimentary headphones. If you look to your left, you'll see uh, you know, uh, geishas walking around <laughs> putting uh, grapes in your mouth And uh, if you'd like them. Uh, my wife, here's a picture of my wife if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, right. And they <laughs> just start going, right going, in front going, of going, me, going. Or, or not in front of me. I, whatever you'd like. <laughs> the lavatories are in the rear if you'd like to take it back there. Uh, the <laughs> opening, or, you know, like right. that, that sort of thing. And then. We know you have a choice, which uh, airline treats you like the king you are, and we're glad you chose us. Ding! Right? And then that's it. And there you go. And then you have one bit, and now you got to do 20 more of those. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah. yeah. That's but great. That's probably how it would go. And my, But now I can't do that, so thanks a lot. Now I've wasted. <laughs> no. Yeah, we're going to do that. You're going to yeah. hear that exact yeah. bit at the yeah. end. So there are many sketches, concise sketches, 30-second yeah. sketches. If you'd like, I can, uh, when I go home, if this is gonna, if this is not live, I can go home and I can 
do that bit for you and produce it, and you can put it at the end of your show. If you that want. would be that'd be awesome. Awesome. Again. That would be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your flight attendant speaking, and I just want to remind you that this airline is committed to going above and beyond to make sure that your flight is a positive experience. If you'll look in the seat back pocket in front of you, you'll see a complimentary headset, and if you look toward the aisle, you'll see one of our flight attendants hurrying to fan you with a gigantic feather and hand feed you a grape or two. Our pilot will also be opening up the cockpit door to let you take a crack at flying the plane just in case it's on your bucket list. Also, I would like to personally offer up a night of passionate lovemaking with my wife to anybody who desires her soft, tender touch. Anybody? Anybody want to have sex with my wife? You, sir, in seat 7B. You look intrigued. Yeah? Would you like to do things with my wife? Filthy things? I'll watch if you want. I'll sit there, humiliated, and watch you please my wife in ways I cannot. Just as long as you're happy. No? Anybody else want to f*** my wife? Anybody? No takers? Can we see a picture of her? Well, just let me know. We know you have a choice which airline you fly, and you'll be glad you chose us once you get all up on my wife like, Hey, what up, girl? Yeah. How long would it take you to produce that? Like, actually put it together in... Uh, Ten minutes. So, in 15 minutes, you've literally basically got a... From conception to finished product. Yeah. I mean, give or take. I mean... Even 30 minutes is pretty crazy. That was just because we're sitting in here talking and I'm talking to someone. Right. Sometimes I'm in there alone and just like... (laughs) It's tougher. Alone with my thoughts. Yeah. Trying to flesh it out on my own, but... That's Um, usually the process. Uh, You know, I don't want (laughs) to... I mean, my employer is going to be like, why are we paying you? It only takes you 10 minutes to do this. (laughs) Right, right, right. Uh, No, I mean, it it varies, obviously. Right, right, right. That particular thing that was How do you get a job like this? (laughs) Uh, Craigslist? Yes. (laughs) Go on LinkedIn. Facebook group, comedy comedy jobs, Facebook group. No, it just takes a long time. I mean, I kind of... That's hard to Is it networking? Say. Is it more networking uh, than it is actually like uh, applying for jobs? Uh, yeah. It's 100% networking, really. Yeah. And just doing and doing and doing and being and being able to do a lot of things. I mean, if, if I would give any advice to anybody, which I don't have to. Do you want? Yeah, give advice. advice. That's okay. mm-hmm. um, why uh, you're here. Uh, okay. Uh, it would be to say yes to everything. Uh, as long as you're not like, as long as it's not porn or something. Right, right, right. But, uh, but even then, yeah, I mean, that's your yeah, thing. Yeah, sure, if you want. Um, but it would be to 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 be very agreeable and really work on being able to technically do as many things as possible. Um, because at the end of it, this is, my job is really a production job. Right. It's not necessarily so knowing a Adobe job. Audition is almost as important that as is knowing the most how to important thing I ever learned in my life. Right. No question is learning how to edit quickly and voice do voice acting quickly, and um, that is the most important thing I I know. Right. That that is what has helped me because <clears throat> this is only a, a small part of my career and job right and i do a a lot of other production work and a lot of like voice over work and but uh yeah i i would say it and a career begins and ends with technical um and that goes with writing too Uh, knowing that the this technical structure of what you're writing and doing so that way you can do it as efficiently and quickly as possible you know, yeah. is where most people, most people, geez. Uh, some people w- would t- 
to do uh, five comedy bits or five sketches that would take them all day long. Right. Because it's hard to, just because of the technical, uh, not being able, being slower with production or right. editing or in, in, things like that. But that has helped me so much. Right. Is, is, so I would probably say that. I mean, my advice would be to, to do it and do it and do it and do it. The technical stuff as much as possible and write as much stuff as possible, even if it's garbage. And produce the garbage yeah. stuff that you just yes. learn how to do it. Yes, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, like, you know, people come to me, jeez, listen to me. People come to me a lot. But they, they do. They don't. They do. But, but when, but if, it, like. I come to you a lot. Well. At least I used to. Well, when people, like, say if you need a demo done, you know, and people will, like, if you wanted a voiceover demo done. I would my, oh, I dude, could you do but, my Matthew McConaughey demo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would say, it, it, but they'll say, oh, I don't have any material. I don't have any commercials that I've that have aired. I don't have any of that. And I'd say, well, that's your first problem. You should be churning out as much garbage as possible, and then pick from that because then you otherwise you have nothing. Right. You know, like I write as many terrible sketches as possible. And then eventually they will get better because they do. And, you know, yeah. sit alone in a room and edit and edit and edit and become so fast at that to where that's the least of your problems. Right? Yeah. So, like, when you asked me how long it would take to do that bit, well, it's not because I would be reckless and careless with it. It would only take that long because I can so quickly. Right. And then that's it. Because so, you'd be doing so it that's for years la- and that's years. always the last thing on my mind. Like my, the, the process in which I work is write, 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 write. And that takes a while. Um, and then voicing and producing is like nothing, maybe an hour Damn. to do all this because, that's uh, that's fast. Cause yeah. I edit video for a living yeah. and I'm pretty fast editor. Well, not, not a, not like I, I shouldn't, again, I shouldn't say <laughs> just an hour cause it right. makes it sound like I'm just kicking back all day, but Total. Probably. So so far, you've written for two hours, produced for an hour, and then just took a five hour nap. <laughs> yeah, and that's right. Called it a day. That's right. Played with my baby. Um, no, but but I mean, it's obviously stretched over time, and, right? And having to leave and come back to it and work on other stuff, right? But uh, but yeah, that that would always be my advice: is learn the technical parts of whatever you're doing, of writing and production. And, and they do that at Sketch at UCB. They always. If you're in a sketch class and they try to tell you this and you don't really, it was like, we give you rules for you to follow. Even, yeah. even in improv, like, you know, here are the rules, know the rules because then you can break them later. Right. What people tend to want to do is like, I want to be different. I want to show my artistic freedom. Right. Yeah. And then they go off and they make artistic quote unquote choices right. that have no structure. And the reason they, uh, they have those for introductory people is because like you're saying, there is some paradigm that usually works. You know, yeah. people do it. Then once you know how it works, right. you and can it, fuck with it. And but. it keeps yeah. people from being confused when they're watching you, yeah. right? If it's just this weird abstract, there's no structure at all to it. People are going to be like, "What am I? What am I watching? What is this? Is this yeah. just somebody up uh, for their for That's their own I vanity?" Everybody, to... everybody should go watch bad. I mean, I'm sure most of our writing probably has, but go watch bad improv. Yeah, and that's why you need structure, right? right. 
Right. So yeah. So get in a time machine. <laughs> go, go back and watch me do improv. When oh, I used God. to do improv and watch some bad improv. We did some bad improv shows. We did some great improv shows. Yeah. No, I know. I'm yeah. just talking. We also did. I'm some just talking bad. about myself. Um. Yeah, was, man. Was thanks that, for thanks. That was perfect. That was great. Thanks for coming on and talking. Thank to you us so about much. Us. I yeah. really hope that I didn't make it sound like I know everything because I really don't know everything. I uh, I know nothing. You make. I do. Tr- I you do? get you get paid to do this. You get paid good money to do this. Uh, you know more than you. Oh no! I, I, I also. What happened? When did you become humble? What uh, happened to arrogant, <laughs> cocky? Andy? You know, I'm trying. You know what? I, it, it, I'm telling you, it's because of uh, having a kid. Well, it changes I, you look, really. You're um, making me not like your kid. I oh, like God. the arrogant. Uh, how could you, cocky? Andy. Um, no, I, I've been trying to like uh, get a little bit more. Um, Information in my brain. I like the I like the old Andy. He would read a sketch. He would read a sketch I wrote, and he'd go, "This isn't funny. What? What? This isn't funny." He still might do that. I would would only do that to you because it wouldn't be funny. (laughs) No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. I would lie, and uh, and nobody would be better off. Nobody would learn anything. I just watched that movie uh, for the first time, Whiplash, and I actually love the saying in that movie. Goes to um, was it the worst thing you can tell someone is good job? Right. Yeah. It's very true, man. Very true. And I, me and Catherine, my girlfriend, we work on a lot of comedy stuff and I go, do you want me to tell you it's good? Like I would, I would hope if I, if I wrote something that's trash, like you love me enough and you care about, right. you know, the success of my comedy career to just be like, no, this isn't funny. Throw it away. Like, yeah. you know, right. There's so many bad sketches that you've written. You don't. And it's hard to take. It's not like easy to take. It takes a little. It takes a little effort. Not. There's a lot of people I work with who can't handle it. Yeah. And it sucks because you want to just be like, hey, this isn't toss that. And then yeah, yeah, and then you see it go up live, and it's not getting the laughs that you said it wasn't going to get. Yeah. And then understand why. I mean, I used to. I used to write for Top Story, uh, Top Story Weekly, a show at IO. Love that show. Um, That. uh, Oh yeah. Um. And I used to be in it, actually, uh, just uh, for for a little while. But uh, when I used to write for that show, I used to write like four sketches a week, five sketches a week. I mean, they they would pick one or two, right. or whatever. But I guess that's just kind of been a habit: is churning out, trying to churn out as much, just just the love, just the odds, just the numbers that, game. That at they some would, point, that it yeah. would get it would be funny. You right. Know? So I mean, I guess sometimes that it works to my own detriment, where I'm kind of wearing myself out by trying to churn out so much stuff. Right. But the way I see it, the the worst thing you could do is just not do, not write and not do right. it because you think it's going to be terrible. Because it probably will be. <laughs> at first, you know, at first, and, yeah. unless you work on it and work on it, that's it. It's a huge hump to get over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the bad improv that we had, we did. It's like there were also some there was also some really good improv that was done because just you know it would have to at yeah. some point right. it's got to be good right it's got to get better it's not getting better something's yeah, wrong but if you look trying. at the odds of it it's it's like you're flipping a penny the odds that it's going to be tails 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 if yeah. you look at an improv like good bad good bad right. for you to continually over forty shows. All of them to be bad. Right. That's really hard to do. Right. You start to, you know, just like, learn what the audience. Like you're yeah. not paying attention to the audience. Right. Yeah. yeah, you'll learn. You know, it's just like anything else with sketch as well. Sketch, sketch is different because you spend more time 
outside thinking about it and writing it and like you invest you, yourself and, yeah, in it. And improv. you want to make sure it's perfect because right. everybody's doing sketches and you want right. yours to be funnier than everybody else's. Right. That, that's kind of is something that I'm trying to get over doing lately because uh, I haven't... I used to do sketches and videos all the time and my wife and I used to do a lot of sketches and stuff all the time and I haven't been doing as much... Well, a lot of it is because of just being busy from life. Right. Also because... I, for some reason, would start going through this filter of, is this funny enough to take the time to make this? Right. Right? And that's, I, I, I hate that I have been doing that because, you know, it, just do it. Yeah. And if it sucks, it sucks. And the last thing I made on like video was so not good that I it actually deterred me from making videos yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And it's, I'm and getting back to the point where I was like, you got to just make them. Yeah. yeah. It was that so sucks, bad. That sucks when that happens. Doesn't matter. Like, no, actually, the last two. Well, the, uh, the one we made together wasn't that bad. The one before that was really bad. The Sexy Detective. That was okay. That was funny. But who, yeah. yeah, but who's gonna I made like... The Walking Bread, guys. Yeah, I made I a sketch called The Walking Bread. <laughs> I know. I... I, I I liked it, and I liked it mostly because you did it, you know. Yeah, and you. you I would. I'm very, that's the least of all the things. That are but here's the life, thing, though. Like, all you have to do, like we talked with um, Mark about this, and just do what you think is funny. Like, yeah. if you think it's funny, who, who cares? At some point, eventually, like you'll get better at doing it. That. Like you're, you, you all the skills that required to make good videos or good whatever come in alignment. Plus the voice that you have, right. you know, which shows off your comedic point of view, right? Like, and then that's when you get famous. Yeah. And <laughs> so there you go. Someone cool. So that's the synopsis. Awesome. Say yes to most things and just do it. Just, just, <laughs> <laughs> just do Nike. it. Nike. Uh, just, uh, you know, just get, just do, do, try to do as much as you can. Great, great. With, what awesome. you're allo- with, with the time you have. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. This Thank you, great. guys. Thank this you so much. Great. Uh, All right. Before we go, uh, we need we don't have a tagline for Fish Out of Water, so we just need a tagline. Uh, well, pl- you want to do plugs first? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I always forget that part. Oh. Uh, well, let's see. I mean, my Twitter handle is, I have very few followers. Um, <laughs> do you really? Yeah. Because oh. I don't really, I don't use it that much and I just, uh, I'm not very liked by most people. No. <laughs> um, uh, the Andy Harris... Um, is comedycouple.com is yours? Yeah, yes, thecomedycouple.com. Although somebody hacked into our site and just totally wreaked havoc on it, so I had to go, go through like GoDaddy. What a have, dick! Yeah, I know, <laughs> and it's just a website of like our podcast, and uh, yeah. like it's not any. There's no ads on it. There's nothing. There's <laughs> yeah. no reason. Um, so I had to have it reroute. So so if you go to thecomedycouple.com, it'll reroute to our Facebook page or whatever. Okay. But uh, yeah, our Twitter our Twitter name, my wife and I, it's The Comedy Couple. The reason why we call ourselves that is because we're so funny. And, <laughs> and because, you're a couple. Uh, and we're a couple. And because that's, we met at a UCB class, actually. And uh, mm-hmm. I owe my, my, my uh, marriage and my child to uh, UCB. That's why I'm okay. on And then so, we were so on an improv fun. team together. Yeah. Making friends, and making babies. Andy and Rhoda were both on that team, the and they the used work. to they used to do it in the parking lot outside of the Ralph. I don't know about that. <laughs> and I used to always say, like, guys, just first of all, you my... first of all, it was the Gelsons. <laughs> um, yeah, there's that, and then the, yeah, we have our. Uh... Well, he's not denying the part that's most interesting, about <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. and that's car sex. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> it's funny when I, I uh, ran in uh, the marathon. I'm sure you saw. <laughs> I did. Oh, I saw. That's all I talk about. I'm pretty sure no, Rhoda texted not, me the videos. I'm not saying that to 
brag about it. I'm saying it because when I was running, I uh, kept stopping at different places throughout because it goes, the route goes through all these, that goes past IO. And right. Then, and so I was taking pictures in front of them and sending them to, to my wife while I was running. Yeah. And saying, hey, look, this is a... And one of the places was, hey, look, we made out here in the car after a show once. And hey, look, it's a... like, oh. Oh, that's fucking cheesy romantic bullshit. Yeah. And I was like, hey, look. This is where I first fell in love with you when I looked into your eyes. Yeah. It's like, hey, look, this is the liquor store that Tweety robbed. Look, <laughs> this is where he, Tweety made me bury the body. In. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, the comedy couple, uh, the Andy Harris, uh, Instagram and all that stuff, too. I mean, I guess, but, you know, whatever. Right. Um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's it. Our show's on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there you go. Maybe you'll hear this voice someday and you'll be like, I recognize that voice. Yeah. you, you That's The Travel likely. Channel? You've done a lot of the, stuff well, for the no, Travel I've Channel? Done, I've done one thing for the Travel Don't Channel. Don't you do like the time. countdown for... I do some countdown shows. Yes, you'll probably hear my voice and you don't do the voice. Do the voice? I, I will not. Oh. <laughs> I don't... Hey, man. You do do a I voice. I don't give this away for free. <laughs> um... It's just myself. It's just my own voice. It's like, this is Andy Harris. It's like, this, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Have you seen this? No, it's not oh, like that. Okay. Uh, and that's it. That's it, man. Okay. Uh, we're at Foopod, F-O-O-W-P-O-D on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, at Boardwalk Audio. Perlson likes it. When yeah. go there. Yeah. Yep, get that. Uh, Dad Jeans, iOS, main stage, second Sunday of the month, 9 p.m., uh, I'm doing a Comedy Central show May 10th on the Comedy Central stage wow. uh, called The Tonight Shows. There's oh. two late night shows happening at once. 8 p.m. free <laughs> free show. Um, but it's you got to get tickets. you got to get reservations. And then also, Downtown Independent Theater, I have episode two of Ghost Boys. Uh, it's a free screening, 8 and 10 p.m. It's Saturday the 29th. I don't know if this will go out before oh. then. Who was, uh, who was in that? Tweety was in it. Yeah, Tweety was in it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, he Yo, was. Uh, you, you poor thing. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he played. He did great. It was great. Me and so, Grace, Grace Pressy from Dad Jeans. Grace, Grace Pressy or Press? I call her Pressy. Yeah, I call her Pressy too. Yeah. Um, and you can see Miss Smith IO's third Sunday of the month, 10 p.m. God, you guys have so you guys have a lot going on. We try. Yeah. How do you? So now, fish out of water. Okay. Let me ask you this first. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is it called fish out of water? Because uh, it's like a sketch thing, like Stranger in a Strange Land, Fish Out of Water. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. You're putting way more thought into this than anybody ever yeah. does. No, I don't know. I mean, what, what, are, you, what, what are you trying to uh, convey here with your tagline? <laughs> I feel like... Uh, I'm like Don Draper. This should be all of... This is the tagline, Fish <laughs> Out of Water. What are you trying to convey here? I'm like Don Draper. What do you, fish Out of Water. What do you want from us? Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, I mean, Andy. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. And a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.